This is the BBC. This podcast is supported by advertising outside the UK. BBC Sounds. Music, radio, podcasts. This is the TMS Podcast from BBC Radio 5 Live. Hello, welcome to the Test Match Special Podcast. I'm Jonathan Agnew. Ben Stokes has been appointed as England's new Test Captain after Joe Root stepped down earlier this month. He's the 81st man to captain the side, having already captained the team for one test two years ago when Joe Root was absent for the birth of his second child. Coming up, we'll hear from England's new managing director, Rob Key. Stuart Broad will give us his thoughts on his new captain. But Phil Tufnell's with me first, and Tuff has gone. Then what's your what's your reaction? I guess, I mean, there wasn't, wasn't much choice, really, was there? No, there wasn't much choice. Um... He's, a, he's, he's always been a born leader, hasn't he, Ben? Uh, the way he goes about his business, um, and I'm sure he's he's like that in the dressing room as well. So um, there wasn't a lot of choice, was there? So um, I think he'll, I think he'll be a good start. He's got he's going to have the respect of the changer room, the respect of the players as well who come in. Uh, born leader, up and atom kind of cricketer, and the kind of guy that uh, they're going to be looking for to take England forward. We'll get more from Tuffers in a bit, but uh, let's hear the reasons that Rob Key decided to give the role to Ben Stokes. Dan Rowan's been speaking to him. I thought Ben Stokes was by far and away the best person to do it. And I know there's a lot being said about, well, he's the only one. Well, regardless, if you had lots and lots of leaders in that dressing room, Ben Stokes would still be the best person to do it because he's got a great cricket brain, in my opinion. Um, He's got the respect of the dressing room. He has been a leader in that for the last however long he's been in it. Almost coming as a young man, he was someone that people follow. And I think that's so important. The other thing that I noticed while speaking to him, and I I knew him a little bit before this, he's got a hell of a lot of empathy for the players around him. He cares about the people. He's not one of these great players who just goes off and does his own thing. He is someone that is constantly thinking about the people around him and how he can make them better. And I think they're all just great traits for being a captain, really. And hence why he wants to do it. And that was the only question, really. It's like, do you want to do this, Ben? Because yeah, you know what it's going to be. It's going to be doing the media. It's going to be trying to manage your workload. All that type of stuff. Did he need some persuading? No, he didn't. He, and he'd thought about it a lot. It wasn't a case where he just sort of go, oh, yeah, I'll have a go at that. He'd thought about it. He knows where he wants to take it. He'll be mm. a strong leader. Make no mistake about that. Um, and I think he'll be very good. And testament, I guess, to his, his character and his resolve. Because he's been on quite a journey over the last few years. Yeah, he has, but, you know, it's like for all of us, isn't it, really? All the things, good and bad, that happen to you get you to the point in your life where you are. It's what's happened to me in this job, really. And I think everything that's happened will stand him in good stead Mm. for what he's now got to do. And he's also at a point where you end up maturing, like we all do, when you get a bit older and you start understanding. You know, you have to box a bit clever at times where you have to go out there and you have to make sure you're not just going out there being Superman and doing everything you possibly can. You've got to learn to delegate all that type of stuff. And that's what Ben Stokes will do. Realistically, though, Rob, isn't it the case that you were backed into something of a corner? There wasn't really a credible alternative who could be guaranteed their place in the side, was there? Well, there was no one who could be guaranteed their place in the side. That when you look at it and you go, right, he's definitely the man to captain that. But I think there would have been options. There's no question about that. Did you consider other options then? No, I didn't. Because as soon as my first question really was, Ben, do you want to do this job? And as soon as he said, and he was very keen to do it, then actually it took a lot of the thinking out there. But there's a lot of very good people in English cricket. You know, I spoke to Moen Ali the other day. You know, if Ben Stokes didn't want to do it, you could have tried to convince Moen Ali to come back, to come and do it in an interim basis. Mm. James Vince, there's lots of names out there. There's people, younger people in that dressing room. There would have been options to do it, but nobody, nowhere near as good as what Ben Stokes was. Nonetheless, isn't it something of an indictment of the state of the team at this point? 
that there weren't that many other candidates who, as we've discussed, can be sure of their place other than Ben. Yeah, I think that's an indictment on English cricket, don't you? That we get to a point when there's not lots of standout people that mm. you're looking at to go and be England's test captain, that they have all the boxes ticked, that they get in the side, they're a senior player in that side, that you're convinced that they can drive it on forward, everything. And that's a problem with our game, actually. That's something we have to address. So the next time, when Ben Stokes comes to the end of his tenure as a captain, yeah. that we're not looking around and going, well, who's going to be captain now? You know, we have to get... These are things that me in this role, and at the moment, there's three or four big decisions that need to be made. But then things like that are what excites me about trying to get that right. It's only a matter of months ago, Rob, that, that Ben had to have some time away from the game because mm -hmm. of mental health problems that he was suffering with. Therefore, is this not something of a risk? I think whoever it would be with a the risk, there's always that with everyone. You never know. When you go into an elite sport like this, when you take on responsibility in anything, you never know how it's all going to turn out. You just hope and you pray that everything's going to work out well. And I have no doubt that that would be the case. And what I would say for Ben and all those players in that, the one thing in the first week, you're trying to find out what's been going on. You're trying to have a look and see what's the real story. As a broadcaster, I had my views on what was going wrong. Yeah, and then you come in and you start finding out. And what I would say, all those players, the coaches, Ashley Giles, Chris Silver, people like that, you get into these jobs so you can try and win a few games of cricket, drive English cricket forward. They have had probably the hardest time English cricket's ever had in terms of managing people, players, everyone at the ECB. You know, with all the stuff, they've spent more time trying to work out if you could have breakfast out your room you know, in a hotel in Sydney or somewhere like that, worrying about the bubble, all of those things they've had to do to get cricket on, which would have affected every single person's mental health in that. If you're in those bubbles, that has been tough. And Ben Stokes now, hopefully, we've got to get to a point where we can move on from that. Yeah. And I think that will help everyone's mental health. And Ben Stokes will be on that list as well. We know the toll that captaincy can take on players. We've seen yeah. it in the past. And we know what comes with being England captain. How do you ensure... How do, you, how do you give yourself the best possible chance of making sure that the burden doesn't affect his powers as a performer? Well, and that's something that we have to make sure we're trying to keep across all the time. That's part of my job, the coach, whoever is in charge, the leadership group around him, young players, senior players, everyone, every single person at the ECB. We have to make sure that we are making this job as smooth as it possibly can be for Ben Stokes, that he can go on and do everything that he's got to do on the field, mm. because that's what's most important. You know, Everything else is up for debate. The only thing he has to do is go out there and perform like he can and lead England forward into the next era. And we've got to make sure we're managing everything else around him so it works. So he's, he's doing his bit so people can feel that, you know, like you do with people like Ben Stokes, that the public and everyone can get behind him and that he's there, he's visible for them but also we've got to do what's right for him and whoever would be England captain. How important is the, the support of Joe Root to Ben, do you think, coming, going forward? I think it's massive. And the one thing I would say about Joe Root as well, I texted him when I got the job. And I just said, as you do, you're trying to speak to people and say, look, mate, if you, it'd be good to have a catch-up, find out what's going on. I completely understand if you don't want to speak and you just want to have a bit of time away. And within about a minute, he rang me and straight away we went into everything. He was telling everything that he would like to help with, how he thinks English cricket can move forward. We spoke for about an hour, how he could help Ben if he was going to be the man to do it. I can't speak highly enough of Joe Root. Finding out more about what he's gone through over the last two years and how he's played, it's just unbelievable. And the fact now he's already like, right, okay, how can we drive English cricket forward? Yeah. 
English cricket's been so lucky to have him. He's obviously come a long way since what happened in Bristol, mm-hmm. what, five years ago. He's had captaincy experience since then. As you say, every, every player goes on something of a development journey. But is, there's so much scrutiny that comes with this role now. Mm-hmm. Do you, have you had the need, do you think, to speak to him about the need to maintain his composure when there's moments where it might be easy to lose temper? Yeah, we, we've just spoken about lots of things. But I think more importantly, what I've done is I've spoken to people around him who know him really, really well. And we're all convinced that these things yeah. won't be an issue, and Ben knows that. Ben, the thing about Ben, sometimes when you get players like that, what people will underestimate is how his cricket brain actually, and how aware he is of everything else. He's got a lot of emotional intelligence, which I think is a good thing when you're going into these roles. And probably at this time of his life, he's a different person from what he was when he started, when all the things that have happened for him. Um, and that's got him to this point, and that's why I think actually that will give him resilience to be able to do this job, which is a very tough job that must be rewarded. We'll hear more from Rob Key in a while, but here's what Stuart Broad thinks about the appointment. He's someone that you naturally follow anyway. He's a, he's a leader in the changing room. Uh, he's, he, he's someone who you can only admire the way he trains and the way he plays his cricket. And I think if he takes the way uh, he plays and he trains his positive attitude uh, into his captaincy, I think... That'll be a, a really exciting thing for English cricket, exciting thing for, for fans to watch and players to, to play under. You know, he's, he's, he's been a leader since he came in, in and around the England changing room. He won't have had a lot of captaincy experience, but that's, that's sort of how it works with English cricket. You know, if you, if you're, if you get in at a young age as a player, um, it's hard to gain it captain experience, done a bit of white ball stuff. Um, but, you know, he, he's someone that you want to follow on the field and, um, he's got a really good tactical brain, so I'm, I'm sure he'll be exceptional. And inevitably, people will say, but these great all-rounders, you know, they don't need to be constrained by the captaincy and so on. Would any thought about that? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's really important that we don't put him in um, brackets of other old all-rounders. You know, I assume you're sort of thinking Flintoff and, and both and with that. But, you know, Stokes, he's dealt with so much in his, in his life um, and still been able to to perform uh, to the highest standards and to the standards he set, and and I'm sure that he he won't let um, the added pressure or the added responsibility of being England captain affect the way he trains and affect the way he plays. Uh, it will almost be that you know you'll have to take the ball off him at times. He'll need he'll need his teammates to go. Come on, Stokes, you don't have to do it all. You can you know uh, take a break and keep yourself fresh and. Uh, he is one of those players who just wants to do everything all the time. Um, but the most important thing as a as an England captain, uh, one of the most important things is is the tactics of the game, isn't it? And and working around your your bowlers and and um, field placements and and moving with the flow of the game. And he's got a real natural ability at that. So um, you know that that was, that's a great place to start. And you're back playing for Nottinghamshire now. Sights very much on getting your place back in the England team. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, I mean, it, it's one of those that you, you try not to look too far ahead. Uh, I just want to really enjoy playing playing for Notts. It's a fantastic setup there, and uh, really enjoying it. And and you know, not trying to put too much pressure on myself. If I if I'm thinking, oh, I need to take wickets. I've got to take wickets to play for England again. We all know whatever job you do, if you put too much pressure on yourself, it doesn't work like that. So take the result out of it, take the wickets out of it, um, enjoy playing, enjoy the training um, and everything else will look after itself really. 
So, Stuart Broad's a fan, uh, Tuffers. What yeah. do you make of that concern about what it could possibly do to, to Stokes' form? Well, there is always that concern, isn't it? The all-rounder kind of role in the side. It's a, you know, you're going to be doing everything. You're going to have to get the ball out of his hand, that's for sure, because you can't be just bowling forever and ever and ever. So, um, there is that concern. You look in the history, the likes of Ian Botham, Andrew Flintoff, it hasn't particularly suited them. But um, I think you put that to the side a little bit and just say, right, come on, Ben, grab this team by the scruff of the neck. Let's see how we go this summer and let's take us forward, sort of park all what might happen in the future, get your best team on the pitch and Ben's going to lead it. Yeah, I mean, given the way, uh, the place that England are at the moment, it just seems to me that you you need someone like Stokes to put that tattooed arm in there and and just drag that team into the right direction, not plan too far ahead. Match by match by match, just try and try and win games as they go. And I tell you what, there's a possibility, Tuffers, yeah. that this could actually really propel him. I mean, if if it works, and he is that he is that that, that leader anyway, isn't he? He's that sort of person. He might go up another level, you well, know. Absolutely. I mean, what a cricketer he is anyway. I think the coach's role is going to be crucial in this. Uh, I think the coach is going to need to take a bit of I mean that pressure off him. Um, you know, he's going to have a lot to do captaining, and as you say, that all-rounder kind of role, plays in all formats as well. Yeah. Uh, so I think that the coach has got to be canny just to allow him to go out and free himself up and play cricket in that sort of style. He's got a great cricket brain. We know that when he came in and um, captained the side against Pakistan in that one-day series. Yeah. So he's got a good cricket brain. Uh, just needs to be managed a little bit. But, you know, first of all, we've got a captain. Yes. We've got a captain that we believe in yeah. and that we think can, you know, really inspire a team. The vice-captain might be interesting. and I mean, they often aren't terribly interesting appointments, but yeah. it feels to me that, that I mean, Stokes, do you think, I mean, he, may, he probably won't play all seven tests. I wouldn't have thought. I mean, he does have fitness issues. Yeah. He often leaves the field to get strapped up and things. So it'd be very interesting to see who, who the vice-captain is, whether they go for a youngster, a Zach Crawley sort of figure, but he's still struggling to find his way and really nail down his place. Yeah. So that, that, that'll be interesting to see what they do with that, or if they just do it match by match even. Yeah, um, I totally agree with you. As you say, definitely going to have some sort of niggle, isn't he? Ben yeah. Stokes just is, is the kind of cricketer and the kind of, the kind of guy he is. He puts effort into everything that he does. So, um, yes, I'm not quite sure the way they're going to go. Are they going to go with perhaps like a Jimmy Anderson mm. or a Stuart Broad? Game by game. Game by yeah, game. See who's in the team. Or identify someone who can actually learn on mm. the job a little bit yeah. as well and sort of get that experience about seeing how it's all done and what have you. So, yeah, no, Vice Captain, it's just going to see, it will show where they're looking to take this England team, I think. Yeah. And, of course, he, I mean, he and Joe Root are best mates. There's no question of any you know, sort of animosity there. That's, that, that's, that's ridiculous. And, and I suspect that Root will, will be there to give him quite a lot of help, actually. Absolutely. And he'll need all the help he can get as well. Yeah. As you say, Joe's been there and done that. They're big mates. I think he's come out and actually sort of said he's got his back in. Oh, yeah. And good luck, mate. And I'm right there with you every step of the way, so to speak. So um, I think Joe's made peace with it. And now he's mm. going to be focusing his energies onto his mate and trying to help, you know, England climb up that ladder. Yeah, and punishing some bowlers, I reckon, this time. <laughs> anyway, that's the captaincy. Uh, Rob Key has been speaking about other aspects of his job in his first interview since his appointment, and he knows he and Stokes have a huge challenge to revive England's test team. Obviously, it's going to be very tough, but, you know, that's why you get into these jobs. That's, why, that's what intrigues me most about it. There's a chance to make a difference, mm. and I'm sure Ben, everyone in English cricket now, you know, that's what we want to do. And actually what we want to do is take everyone with us. 
I think we, you know, we've had a very divisive time in our game. And now's the time, you know, the whole country's been through a pandemic, all that type of stuff. You know, there's a lot of noise around it and we just want to drag everyone with us. And test cricket, we want to take it right back. We've got two teams either at the top or very near the top in two formats. We need to take test cricket back up there and have one of the great eras of English cricket. And is it possible to do that without affecting the fortunes of the other teams? Because we've seen this in the past. If you put the focus on yeah. one-day internationals, maybe the test team suffers. Can you do both? I think you can, but you've just got to be smart. And we'll find out just how smart we are in the future. <laughs> do you both want to bring back Jimmy Anderson and, and Stuart Broad? Yeah, I, 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 before I was announced this job, whenever that was a week or when it was at Easter, I rang Jimmy and Broady and just said, look, for my, for my money, you boys are available for selection for the first test of the year. But then that's fine. I'm the managing director. But actually what they want is the captain to go with that. And one of the first things Ben said was Ben said, right, Jimmy and Broady are coming back. I said, no, I agree. I mean, it might have been a different story had we not agreed on that. Mm. But we were both just, it, it wasn't really up for debate because we just went, yep, what we want to do, we want to pick the best team we can. We're not going to overthink selection and stuff obviously there's going to be priorities which at the moment is test cricket you know there's going to be a t20 world cup coming up in the future and then it might just change a little bit right towards the end but at yeah. the moment test cricket is absolutely the priority and how will you do selection are you going to bring back a selection panel have a national selector how's it going to be under your under your leadership I tell you, that's the one thing i can't give you an answer on at the moment you know i can tell you i'm optimistic about coaches the captaincy's obviously done I want to bring back a national selector. I can't tell you who that person is. Not because I can't, because I generally, you know, that's what I'm trying to wrap my brains for, is who's the best person to be that job. But it's not, what I would say as well, it's not about some fella standing up in a box somewhere watching a cricketer and saying, oh, he looks a good player, I'll pick him, this is my England team to pick. This is someone who's going to lead. So it's quite an intricate net of scouts, analysis, all these types of information streams right the way through. You can see someone's journey from England under 15s right to the England team you know there's a lot of good people working behind the scenes on that more than probably anyone else really more than I realize so it's someone who can be at the forefront of all of that collect all of that data work it out still be a good judge and then help us make the best 11 out on, or pick the best 11 out on the side and that's a tricky role to fill but it's one of England's most important how much of an overhaul does the culture of the team need do you think and do the players need to sort of start having a bit more responsibility have they begun to sort of perhaps not think for themselves as much as you would have done when you were playing yeah look I think we need to change the mentality of England's red ball cricket actually it's not about going out there trying to win this series win that series what it's about and what the white ball team did well it wasn't about just winning the world cup they changed the culture of the environment they changed the way they played it's very very clear the way they played it's very very clear the mentality they wanted mm. and that's why it took care of the world cup and then it's continued they've been a very good side for a long time because of that and we need to that's our focus in the test team you know what mentality do we want what type what brand of cricket do we want to play you know they're the things that we want to do we want to have a positive brand of cricket we want players that can adapt we want players that can play in all conditions not just one type bowling in England People who can spin the ball, hold and end up and take wickets on the last day. People who can put pressure on bowlers, but also who can soak up pressure and bat for long periods of time. All those things is what we want. That's the type of cricket we want to play. And if we do that, that will sort out the culture. That will also, also sort out whether it's whatever series you want to try and win, wherever it is in the world. But to do that, Rob, I mean, we're here at a county championship match, dying today here at Lords. Do, does there need to be a restructuring of the domestic game? 
to giving them a better chance? I mean, is, does, is it a help or a hindrance currently, the county championship when it comes to the test team? I'll tell you now, I think the county championship has produced some of our best cricketers. You know, they've come through this system. I'm a product, not that I was one of the best cricketers. But there's a lot of very good players that have come out of county cricket. There's absolutely no doubt about that. What I will say, whatever structure you have, you know, and there might be a better way to do it now, there might not. Who knows? If you sort the pitches out is one thing. But I think that county cricket has produced some very, very good cricketers. It's produced a very good era, the 2005 side, of people like Flintoff and all these guys, Harmison, Michael Vaughan, all came from county cricket. We just need to make sure that it's the very, very best system it possibly can. But I haven't got a down on county cricket in any way whatsoever. Mm. I think, actually, we've just got to get it absolutely right, have the best system that produces the best cricketers so England can have a great era and I don't see that being an issue. You said a moment ago, just quickly, about you were optimistic about the coach. Mm-hmm. Just tell us, where are we at with that? I don't expect you to go through all the different names and we hear about people turning England down and others that might be in the running. Tell us what you can about that. How much urgency does there need to be and why are you splitting the roles? Well, we're splitting the roles first because it's just becoming too much for one person to do. You know, we, the, the amount of cricket, there's COVID catch-up series, all that type of stuff. And it's just become too hard for one person to do. Okay. You're going to be almost selecting a team and coaching a side, and then as soon as you start that series, you're thinking of the other format. So you've got to, we're going to have, that's the reason why we're looking to split it. Well, I would say, Mike, what we're trying to do, we're trying to keep it as open as possible, though, and what we want is the very best people for those roles, and then we'll try and fit the structure around them because it's about getting the best people in to do all these things I'm talking about, driving this cricket forward. Look, and there's people applying at the moment, I'm optimistic that for that first test match someone will come in it's touch and go don't remember wrong because things like visas all this type of stuff I'm optimistic that we've got good people certainly applying for it I'm trying to do all my work to find out as much as I possibly can about the people I don't know there's a lot of people I do know in English cricket and world cricket so we're just trying to get the best decision we can Final question Rob you're a highly respected broadcaster but how difficult is it to make that transition given that you'll know some of these players some of them will be your friends and you're going to have to disappoint them on occasions how how are you finding that process something I've never really worried about really when I was captain at Kent for a long time you just you have one I have one view on life you just do what's right you know and I sleep easy at night as long as I feel I've done what's right not what's right for me not what's right for that individual what's right for the team for English cricket going forward and if you go by that you know I'll sleep well well, Suffers, how easy is it actually to change the mentality around a side? I mean, how, how do you turn this, this, this listing ship around? Well, it, it is tricky. Um, you've got to sort of... Well, well, for a start off, a new captain does that. A new coach does that. Everyone wants to be impressed. It's kind of like a clean slate and you've got new ideas and fresh ideas coming into a dressing room. Sometimes, you know, I mean, the reason why sometimes a captain does leave the job is because it doesn't matter how much... He sort of tries to get off, get get across his philosophy and everything. People just switch off a bit, you know. Been doing yeah. it too many times and too long, and you just, even though you want to be listening, sometimes it just goes over your head. So some fresh ideas, uh, some fresh f- philosophy as well uh, from Ben and the new coach, and there's obviously Rob Key as well. Everything's going to be a bit fresh and exciting. Yeah, it's just, it's like just taking baby steps to start with, isn't it? I mean, you, you, you know, they're on such a rotten roll. Yeah, one win out of seventeen. Yeah, and so the, so the whole team's confidence is going to be low. Just just small steps, build it up gently. Absolutely, and the only way is up, isn't yeah. it? As you say, which is in a funny sort of way can be quite a good thing. And my mind goes back to when Nasser Hussein, you know, was getting was it booed at um, 
the Oval versus yeah, yeah. New, New Zealand, Zealand yeah. and then yeah. sometimes right. That's as far as we've gone now. Now, come on, as you say, baby steps. Let's get getting places, things in place. Let's start getting that culture and that energy back into the side, yeah. and let's just see how we go. And uh, yeah, I, I, I think I'm going to be. I'm pretty excited about it. Actually, yeah. I think Ben will be a good captain. I think he'll play some interesting attacking cricket. Yeah, two coaches. I think that's inevitable um, to get anyone from overseas. It's a big they, job. they can't saddle them with the, with with the whole thing, and I suspect Paul Collingwood must be in a pretty good position for the, the one day mm. uh, coaching job. Uh, Gary Kirsten, uh, I mean, so many names been thrown yeah. around these last few weeks. It's got to be somebody who's prepared to be away from home a lot. Well, absolutely. Um, as you say, I think it had to happen. The split coaches, yeah. as you say, it's just so much. I mean, there's so much cricket being played. Also, you've got you know different personnel coming in and out. It's nice just to get your head round. Your, your, you know, your format of the game. You know, I'm the test match coach. You know, I'm the white ball coach. You've got to sort of like being able to segment that a little bit. So, um, yeah, so many names being thrown around. I think Gary Kirsten would be a great appointment. You know, calm, cool, relaxed. Yeah. You know, very thoughtful. And uh, as I said, I think that whole position that that's going to be crucial for Ben. That yeah. coach captain relationship. Is going to be crucial for him because sometimes you're just going to have to calm him down yeah, a little definitely. bit as well. And left, definitely take weight off his weight, yeah. weight, weight off his shoulders. Yeah, because there's so much more that comes with an England captaincy, oh, yeah. you know. And I don't think necessarily Ben will want that. He no. just wants to go out. He wants to train hard. He wants to practice his skills. He wants to lead from the front. So you know, I think the coach might just have to sort of like help him out. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, Anderson and Broad. Well, we were with Stuart the other day. Yeah, we've still got a hint of this, but. I mean, that's, desperate to get back playing. Well, wasn't he? that's the that's the. It seems to me the only good thing about that question of dropping them is that yeah. they they got two quite angry fast bowlers back <laughs> who want to show that 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 was a nonsense. Yeah. Um. And and you know, in hindsight, sending Joe Root off with a red ball reset off a go lads, but not having your best team with you, it, it doesn't that 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 didn't work. Um. But these two yeah. are going to be desperate to get back on that side. Well, absolutely, and. Uh, Prove a few wrong, perhaps, yeah, as well, uh, which is always handy to say. Two fantastic bowlers, they've got the experience, and I'm sure Ben's going to want them firing for him at the start of the test, you know, yeah. the test uh, matches. So, uh, yeah, it'd be good to see them back as well. Great stuff, Tuffers. Uh, thank you. We're going to hear from Stokes on Tuesday when he gives his first interviews as the England captain. And in just over a month's time, he'll be leading England out at Lords for the first test of the summer. You can catch every ball, of course, of every match on Test Match Special with highlights on the BBC Sport website and the app. The TMS Podcast from BBC Radio 5 Live.